Hi, I'm Harold Ian Kirk Fernley, and I have a very special episode of You Little Ripper for You. There is nothing like headed home to see your family after a Paralympic campaign. The relief and also the celebration, regardless of the result, the celebration of the commitment that it took to even get to the Paralympics. It is the best feeling. So what happened to the athletes from the Ukraine when they went to return home? Did they even get home to a country that is besieged by war? Today you'll hear from a friend of mine, the head of the Ukrainian Paralympic team, Valery Suskovic, about what it took to get the team to the Beijing Winter Paralympic Games and what's happened to the team now that the Games are over. This is the Ukrainian head of the Paralympic team, Valery Suskovic. Valery, how are you doing? Sorry, my English not so good. My colleague Alexander will be... Uh, supporting me. It's good Sarah. to see you again. Uh, well, I've just got to ask first, Valerie, how are you? Okay, okay. Uh, I think that uh, today you must be fine inside the body, inside the spirit, energy for continue our fighting for peace in my country. How is the team? You had this wonderful team <laughs> compete in Beijing. How are they doing now? Uh, today, <clears throat> uh, almost all team member of team come to a different part of Ukraine, go to the uh, family and try decide Many, many, many problems, social problem, medicine problem, house problem, problem of the bombs and rackets from the Russia. It's problem of the war. And we communicate uh, very often with our team. And some of them um, not only help family, try to help to the our Ukraine army because many of our athletes uh, house on the um, region where, where today battle uh, against the war and against the Russia uh, military army. And every day it's, uh, it's uh, like uh, usually unusually uh, life during the war. By the way, I get some information that today almost okay, and uh, one day later have not so good information about the house, about the must believe to another, um, another region, and uh, every day I get information that some difficulties connect the war. Uh, terrible information from them. Have many of your athletes went back to Ukraine? Almost all. Almost all? Yeah, almost all. Almost all 
come back to home. I know athletes who are very bad, uh, very bad lookers, almost blind, yes? And he uh, walk by, uh, by uh, uh, like, without transport, walk uh, maybe 10 kilometers of the very dangerous uh, field. Because, for example, uh, one uh, of the, our athletes come to region where was battle between Russia and Ukraine with the police. And uh, police, one place, say, stop. We can't continue our work. We don't uh, go uh, next uh, next distance. It's not possible. It's very dangerous. And some athletes alone go on the risk himself, go to the home, because in this moment, at home, underground, private house, sitting all family. And um, some uh, athletes uh, go to the, for example, to Kiev, because Kiev, uh, uh, many, many sites, uh, Russia sold the standing and must be cross line to, to the Kiev inside, you understand? Checkpoint. Checkpoint. And it must be uh, a long go too. It's some girls even, our team. I don't want to say to you the name. I don't want. But I'm talking with many of our uh, athletes and know some histories of this situation. Disability, and we had this conversation previously a number of years ago, that disability can be quite hard when there are <clears throat> social services, when you have medicine, when you have hospital, when you have accommodation, when you have accessibility. Disability in a conflict zone, I can't imagine how they're going. Where does the strength of your team come from? I look at one photo. It's photo two wheelchairs, empty. You understand? Empty. Not person. Uh, I understand. These two wheelchairs as person, wheelchair person. But in this moment, empty. I look one photo when on the wheelchair sitting uh, men already died. It is people with disability. I wheelchair person, I can't run from the bombs. I can't very quickly come to underground special shelter. Uh, shelter. It, it's not possible for me very quickly make it. And blind, and with amputation, cerebral palsy, and death and blind first victims of war is people with disability. And today I afraid about my athletes in this moment. Take me back to the days in the lead up to Beijing in 2022. Tell me about that journey from Ukraine to Beijing when you were still going to be competing against Russia. 
Because if you remember, first decision uh, IPC was that, okay, Russia and Belarus will be participant, but uh, council uh, of uh, name of country, etc. But next morning, only one night, only one night present this decision. Next morning, before morning, one night, many, many nations called to the leaders of IPC and say, no, it's not possible. And we, together with Ukraine, uh, leave Paralympic Games. And it means uh, that disqualification Russia, in my opinion, it's like understanding uh, Paralympic family ready fight for peace. One last question. You were second on the medal tally in Beijing. 11 gold, 10 silver, 8 bronze. But you are, and we have spoken about Ukraine as a powerhouse in the Paralympic movement. Why is it a powerhouse? Biggest, biggest uh, motivation of each of sportsmen make victory, make greatest result uh, for, for native countries. It's like result because uh, I, uh, I know potential. I know that uh, the reality of preparation, each sportsman in my team, I know because I'm not a formal president. I'm practical president. I'm not like big boss and standing, <laughs> make please. I'm walking every day with every sportsman, with every doctors. I integration of all small point of my team in any Paralympic event, because it's my life. I'm sportsman in, uh, in my um, uh, history. And I know what it means for people in my country, victory of each sportsman. Well, you've got our you've got our thoughts, you've got our love um, from Australia, and I'm sure that the rest of the Paralympic team from all around the world pass on your, our thoughts, our gratitude, and our admiration for your team. And uh, Valerie, thanks for joining us on your little river. Thank you, thank you. Working together, fight together for peace. That was the head of the Ukrainian Paralympic team, Valery Suskovic. Uh, what an incredible guy. Uh, the way that he speaks uh, of the strength of the Paralympic team over there in the Ukraine. And uh, like I said to Valerie, I know that all of the listeners of You Little Ripper, I know that all of our love and support go over to those guys. And I wanted to make sure that if you were able to, if you would like to donate directly to the Ukrainian Paralympic team, please can you write us an email to admin at kurtfernley.com and I'll connect you with the details of Valerie and the Ukrainian uh, Paralympic team. There is a, uh, a, a specific account that is set up to take donations. Uh, so please, if you are able or if you would like to donate, please contact me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at kurtfernley.com and I'll connect you. Um, and also, can I give a very special thank you to 
Toyota for their support of you Little Ripper. They honestly do back at the Paralympic movement and I love working with them. And guys, thank you for the lovely reviews. There are some great reviews out there. Uh, as someone wrote that they love the great energy of the show, it's vibrant and also the knowledgeable hosts. Uh, it's really great to connect. And if you like what we're doing here at You Little Ripper, please let everyone know about it. Get online, rate us up nice as high, leave us a review, and also tell all your friends about what we're doing here. Take care. Till next time, welcome, and thanks for listening to You Little Ripper.